Doug. Hey, dog. Make sure your hair is right. looking good for the podcast. I keep do you telling have, you that. Uh, do you have the internet over there? Uh, no, this is dial-up. Yeah. I have a couple more AOL CDs left oh, that's that good. I'm using. That's good. Yeah. So a couple more episodes. We get a couple more episodes out of that. Indeed. You know how everybody's kind of trying to track down Scott and Jeff? You know they haven't heard from them for a long time? Yeah. I actually heard from Scott the other day. No yeah. way. Yeah, he uh, called me up and he said he's doing good. And he uh, wished us luck. He said he loves the podcast and he's uh, retired comfortably and doesn't want anybody to know where he's at. Oh, heard, well, that's... That, yeah, that's no, I haven't... Saying. I haven't heard from him, but yeah, that's nice of him. Have you heard from Jeff at all? No, I mean, I have a, I have a lot of dreams about him. Uh huh. But but I haven't, uh, yeah, I haven't heard from him. But yeah, he appears in my dreams as sort of a uh, a Jacob Marley type character, hmm. you hmm. know, Bob Marley's uh, son. Yeah, yeah, Bob Marley's <laughs> son. So anyway, I just wanted to let everybody know that uh, Scott and Jeff are doing just fine. The police don't need to look for them anymore. Yeah, I wish Scott would just let the police know like he let you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe the solution is we should become police officers so that we can put a stop to this this wild investigation. I can uh, really picture us in the police academy. Just It would be just like one of the police academy movies. Yeah, it'd be like Police Academy 5. That's the one where they're in Miami Beach, right? That's a pretty good one. What was your favorite one? Well, I like Citizens on Patrol. That was four, right? I believe was the fourth one. That was a good one because they took all the bad guys from the previous movies and made them cops. I also like, weirdly, the uh, Police Academy 6, which was the last theatrical release of the Police Academies. Sixth one involves a plot with the mayor... And like an underground crime boss in the sewer. No shit. I've never seen it. I don't think I've ever seen it. I thought I'd seen them all. Police Academy 6 is called City Under Siege. Is Are, are Harris and Commandant Lassard in that movie? Yeah, both of them were in this. G.W. Bailey and George Gaines. Yeah. <laughs> George Gaines was Punky Brewster's uh, caretaker. Is that right? Yes. And uh, one time, my parents were in town and we went to see the musical Wicked mm-hmm. at the Pantages, and we saw G.W. Bailey there. He wasn't, he was in Wicked, or he was just watching? No, he was, he was watching Wicked. He was in the audience, and my dad, being a, being a big fan of the show The uh, Closer, <laughs> was excited to see him, and I wrongly thought his name was M.C. Ganey. That's a different character actor from Lost, who played like the one of the wild, the guy with the big white in the beard. first couple of seasons. Yeah. yeah, glad we cleared all this up. Yeah, this yeah. uh, incredible. <laughs> I would go there, wouldn't you? You want to do a show here? Podcast? Let's do a show. I, f- I found this harmonica in my guitar case. Let's kick this thing off. Review it all you want, star reviewers. Scott and Jeff, what happened to Scott and Jeff? They're definitely not buried in a basement. Top possession, top possession. We'll start podcast with Scott and Jeff is not the best. All right, Doug, it is showtime. Ready to go? One star reviews. One star reviews. We're reading one star reviews. 
found the new theme song. That was a Diet Dr. Pepper talking. I'm sorry. In <laughs> two, one, three, it's Tosp Wasage, the one star podcast with Scott and Jeff. And Scott and Jeff are safe and sound, ladies and gentlemen. They do not want to be bothered. Thank no you. No need to worry about Scott and Jeff or their whereabouts. This is the show, the podcast, hit podcast, where we review one-star reviews. Doug, we've got a pretty, uh, pretty we've got a pretty great guest today. You may know him out there, listeners, as the Angry Skipper. He appears uh, during timeouts, pregame halftime of a Pac-12 basketball games. Doug Perkins. All right. Hey, good to be here. We're doing this podcast at halftime. <laughs> Can Probably, I explain uh, to them who the angry skipper is? Well, I was dressed like a a, a skipper of a sh- ship. Sure. Yeah, of course. But I also skipped angrily around. Yeah, really fast. Because I thought it was very funny. Because it's impossible to skip angrily. Anytime you're skipping, you're having a good, jolly old time. Yeah, and then... Not the angry skipper. (laughs) And the the angry skipper had shirts that he would give out to the audience, but instead of just handing them or tossing them, he would throw them as hard as he could at the (laughs) audience. At people in the first row. I don't think I really meant to do that. It's just I was in character so much. I had no choice. pelting people with shirts that were like in the first row right next to you you throw them as hard as you could but we also had a character in our group that was uh throwing burritos into the audience (laughs) seven layer burritos from taco yeah and they really a lot of times there a lot a lot of times they would (laughs) as they were spinning through the air would open up (laughs) midair as they were spinning (laughs) Well, anyway, thanks for uh, making the time. We should read some reviews. Does that oh. mean? What's that mean? That's the review whistle. Yeah. Okay. All right. It's time for our first segment. It's called "What You Got." <laughs> All right. Doug, well, what you got? Thanks. I'm very excited to read you what what I got today. I've got some reviews for the Slidell. I-10 Rest Area and Visitor Center in Slidell, Louisiana. A rest stop. So this, yeah, this is a rest stop. And on Google, Who does rest love rest stop, stops? That, exactly. This rest stop has over 3,300 reviews on Google, wow. which is incredible. And it has a rating of 4.5 stars, which is pretty high for a rest stop. <laughs> so I thought I, I would... Think would so. I thought I would first just read some five-star reviews to set the table of, you know, the rest stop yeah. here. Yeah, I'm interested. And this, uh, this first one is from Abel R. A-R-R, that's his last name. He's a local guide. A local, a get... local tour guide of area rest stops? <laughs> yes. Yeah, if you want, if you're going uh... to, you know, if you go to Louisiana, some people like to go to the Bourbon Street, the French no, Quarter. If you, want, if you want to see the real Louisiana... You gotta, yeah. you gotta go to the rest stops. And uh, this, this guy says, this was a nice welcome center, very spacious with plenty of restrooms and vending machines. I feel like the restrooms are the important part, though. They have this nice outdoor seating area where mm-hmm. you can relax and stretch your legs. They had complimentary outdoor coffee. Restroom? I, out, outdoor <laughs> restrooms? Yeah, I don't believe he wrote this very. Uh, sitting well. on toilets. 
He yeah, says, I feel like the restrooms are important, though. Around the courtyard, and everybody <laughs> pulls up a toilet and sits in the open air and has a good conversation. Yeah, you could stretch your legs uh, <laughs> out there in nature. And then he says they have complimentary coffee and friendly staff as well. I'm not sure if that's all in the restroom, but... <laughs> <laughs> that would be nice if, like, you walk into the restroom and they just hand you a cup of coffee. Like a fancy uh, club, kind of? One of those guys that gives you the gum with the tuxedo on? Right. But it does, it does sound uh, pretty nice, you know, for a rest stop. This guy's really selling it. And uh, Sky Marie says, this rest stop is very clean. Security's on site. Definitely a place for the family to stop and rest. Yeah, because yep. I, you know, have a picnic or something, you know, because there's no better place to have a nice picnic than kind of next to a freeway where 25 people are shitting. <laughs> exactly. Right. Well, if you think about it, you're never too far from, you know, places where people are shitting. I like to think about that. I will think <laughs> yeah. about that. Thanks, Doug. Yeah. This is from um, Eric Joe Hansen, he gives it five stars and says, best damn rest area this side of the Rio Grande. If you're on like a big long road trip and you hit a rest area that, that that's that nice, you might as well just make that your vacation destination. Well, that's funny you, you say know? that. It's uh, Ronald Harris gives it five stars and says, my wife and kids love this place. She says the people are so friendly so we would love to move to Slidell. Great place just from the pit stop. Wonderful people. So they want to move to this area based on the rest stop. Wow. <laughs> that's wow. pretty that's a pretty good five star review. And then this is the last of my five stars. Lori Gilly gives it five stars and says, Two of my best friends work here. Had to stop in and say hi on the way to the cemetery to visit my mommy. <laughs> what a fun trip. <laughs> cemetery and a rest area. <laughs> Got a fun Sunday plan. <laughs> <laughs> Two of her friends work there. That's pretty... Uh, where are you going? I'm going to go uh, see my friends at work. Oh, they must work at a really fun place <laughs> for you to stop. Is it a bar? No, no, it's this rest area. Who works at a but, rest area? Is it the people that are I th cleaning? I think this this one has like concessions and uh, a little more going on than your average rest area. But uh, it still has it, people shitting, right? Oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. That's good, still okay. the uh, that's still the main attraction. <laughs> okay, good. All right, like lots of people, right? Like hundreds <laughs> and hundreds. Yeah, and okay, some good. people. Like uh, Brad W. don't have great experiences in the bathroom. This guy, also a local guide. <laughs> or oh, a rival guide of the area rest areas? <laughs> yeah. Area rest stops? Yeah, no, this is uh, one of the region's foremost uh, rest stop critics. So. <laughs> he says... I came here because I had to go to the bathroom. All right, that's a good start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's I could, what it's. That's the main, that's their main clientele, I would say. <laughs> I went in to use it, and my experience is as follows: colon. 
The first stall was open. Yep, you just I gotta looked use your in. colon. Gotta use your colon. <laughs> the first stall was open. I looked in, and there was blood all over the floor. Not like a bloody nose blood. Also, I'm a man. It was a men's bathroom. Anyway, blood everywhere. On the floor, on the toilet, on the walls. Someone either died or hatched an alien. However, haunted or not, I had to go to the bathroom. During my visit, I heard a parade of young boys come in. Best guess from Chatter, they were on a baseball team. I got to hear at least 12 of them see the sacrificial toilet and lose their mind. So if you like haunted yeah. tours, check out this bathroom. I'm positive someone died there. Yeah. Paints a little different picture than our other local guide. I'd say. Yeah, I mean, hard to twist <laughs> that into a positive review, huh? Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I also like to, you know, obviously they cleaned this up, but in this guy's mind, it's just always there. You know, he What's can't, your theory, he can't leave it behind. Of what happened there? Yeah. I can imagine, like, people who have been stabbed and are, like, on the run or something, like, can, like go into a rest stop and, like, try and clean themselves right. up a little bit. Like, that's the place you would go if you're, yeah, you if do you're the, bleeding. Uh, right, you clean yourself up, you nurse the wound, and then you cut all your hair off and dye it black. Yeah, right? <laughs> that's exactly right. Yeah, and then you... You like walk by someone's truck who's not paying attention and yeah. steal a sweatshirt. Yep, and then you go to because uh, you can't go to the real hospital. You have to go to a veterinarian to take the bullet out or whatever it is. I bet right. that's what they um, say on the tour, on the rest area tour. Yeah, and here's one of the tour guides. Her name is her <laughs> another name is tour Mi guide. Yeah, her name's Midge Blocker. Good name. And she gives it one star and says, was really surprised with this. It's the first time I had stopped here and was completely surprised. It's huge, but there's nothing there except a couple of huge counters for the employees. Otherwise, there's just a couple of stands with maps on them. And that's it. Extremely disappointed. expectations for a rest area? Extremely disappointed with this one and not very clean. I really don't believe I'll be stopping here anymore on my way to or from Biloxi. Yeah, we're going to have know. to wait till the COVID's over, obviously. But to go on our uh, rest stop tour? Well, yeah. we really have to do a rest stop tour and we have to hire one of these guides to take us to this <laughs> rest area <laughs> with the bus, yeah. the Toss Bussage tour bus. You know how the cruises have all their different routes and destinations? Oh, stops, we've yeah. We've got the L.A. one, the worst of L.A. Then we've got just one that's like the, uh, it happens in March every year. It's the uh, Louisiana Rest Areas Tour. Oh, I wonder if we could do a land cruise. That's what we call it. We call it a <laughs> land cruise. And it's just like we find the biggest bus, double-decker bus, that's road legal. And... <laughs> And we have like, yeah, all the meals <laughs> on the bus and we stop at different rest areas and then we let people off at the rest area for like 10 hours at a time. <laughs> <laughs> the one star land cruise with Scott and Jeff. We, let's put that shirt on the website. <laughs> all the, 
Yeah. I survived the one-star land cruise. How much we should okay. charge for that? Here's a- <laughs> what else? Yeah. All right. This is the last of our local guides. Another guide? There yeah. F- Phil Blackwell, who has a total of 101 reviews and 308 photos. And so this is his one-star review of the rest area, but I do have some other reviews from him because oh, good. He, talk, he talks or types in such a way that I can't really wrap my head around. So here we go. <laughs> Here's Phil Blackwell, one star. What a beautiful day, but I don't think it's worth it. was a pleasure speaking with you about this, but I don't think I can make that happen for you to be able to make it today. She's going nowhere, and your mom and I are going to be in the office today so that I can get my money back, or I will have to get back to work on my end, and you could get off early, and I will get back to get it done, and you can see the whole thing now, so I'll have been trying to get it a ride with us. Have the money for it, and I will send it. So obviously that was like some sort of voice text that ended up in this Google review somehow. I have no idea. I have no idea like what the hell happened. So I looked at some of his other reviews. Can you read that? Here's some other reviews from him. Here's one for Cooter Brown's Tavern. Yeah. And he gives it five stars. And he says, I will be there at my house in the morning and I will be there at my house at Dollar Store and get three times. But it happened. <laughs> <laughs> how does that reviews. happen how does he get i don't know but here's the one for the dollar general which he referenced in his review okay. for cooter's travel barn or whatever okay he gives dollar general four stars and says thanks again for your help with this matter as soon as possible so that we share some similar views on the road now so i'll keep you updated on my way back from the airport <laughs> <laughs> What the hell's going on? That's, so That's all his reviews are <laughs> odd lost voicemails. Well, here's here's one. Uh, here's uh, another one for Peaches Records in New Orleans, Louisiana, and he gives it five stars and says, "Really appreciate you taking the time to read this and thought of you when I saw the post. I am not going nowhere, and you can get it from." you tomorrow morning and I will be there for sure. I will be able to make it today. She's going nowhere near you that I have not received any information on the house phone number and I will call you tomorrow morning plus the fact that I have been talking about this one and it was so great. How can you leave more than one accidental (laughs) review like this? How is that even possible? But he has this tagline at the end of a lot of his reviews where he says, you can get it. It's... I looked it up, and it's a the Urban Dictionary says it's a phrase used mainly in South Florida to describe the sexual appeal of a person. You can get it is meant in the sense that the person who can get it is sexually appealing enough to the person making the statement that at any point in time the person can get it, meaning sex. And the example they use is, hey, what's up, Maria? Hey, Dre, what's up? I just thought I'd let you know you can get it. Yeah, that sounds like a conversation that would happen. <laughs> so anybody, a lot of people are able to are, have the chance of getting it with this guy. Yeah, he says it in quite a few of his so reviews. Like Here, let me Google restroom reviews for like sexual <laughs> partners. No, I don't think so. I think you can get it. He's just adapted to a general sort of like good. Uh, he also wrote on 
Texerbama barbecue. Five stars. He wrote all the sauces, cowboy queso. You can get it. Okay, that one is at least about the restaurant. <laughs> yeah, it's a good step forward. <laughs> Do you I have this think... guy's contact information, Doug? Rick? Oh, probably. See if you can write him a message here. Say, uh, say, hey, we love your reviews. Any chance you'd review our podcast? <laughs> Just write him that and see what happens. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's a it's a mystery. Maybe this will lead into another true crime doc. <laughs> we could only hope. I'll uh, try and get get to the bottom of this whole Phil Blackwell mystery <laughs> and his voicemail reviews of different places <laughs> on the Gulf Coast. Um, all right, Kip, what you got? You know how much I love infomercial products, right? Yeah. Oh man, you love them. I love I do. them too. I, I love do. the info. Well, I love the infomercials more than the products. Yeah. I I I've never ordered the products. I always think about it, but I never do. I just love watching infomercials. Right. I I used to watch the knife one all the time as a kid. I can't remember. Ginsu, I guess it was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is called, uh, this product is called the Power Fit Elite Vibration Plate Exercise Machine with Loop resistance bands yeah that's uh so it's like, like a rolls right off the tongue yeah let me uh paint a picture for you it's like a just a little board that you stand on that vibrates oh okay yeah and supposedly <laughs> sure. that's supposed to tone everything up you know when you stand on something that vibrates it tones every a... single muscle in your body you know it yeah it's like that old machine that would put a strap around <laughs> you and just shake you <laughs> that you see yeah, <laughs> i love that exactly. thing exactly I... <laughs> I want one of those. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's a lot of people are uh, not happy with their purchase okay. of this thing. <laughs> Who hawks this product? Is it a Tony Little thing? Is it a Body by Jake, or is it just a it just generic? Where it says uh, oh, "I okay. Power Fit." Go on. Oh, you hear that review train come and. <laughs> All right, here's a CD Foot who says, who gives it one star and says, buying this was a mistake. And they'd say, worst vibratory platform I've ever tried. <laughs> this guy's a connoisseur. Uh, I bought it because it was much more affordable than the $1,800 platform I tried before. Wonder how that one was. This guy bought a. Well, vibrating platform for almost two grand. Uh, the vibration rate on this one is too slow. The distance it moves is too large. Sends pain throbbing through my hips and low back. A total waste of money. I feel worse after a week than before I tried this misbegotten idea. How do I return this bad joke? Weird. It's so weird. Yeah. I think <laughs> I, you just return like, it. I think you just return it, don't you? Oh, yeah. You could definitely just try returning it. <laughs> yeah. How do I return it? You just return but it? But I was... It's like a, it looks like a scale that just shakes a little bit. <laughs> it engages all of your muscles at the same time, Doug. <laughs> Multidirectional <laughs> to create muscle confusion. Why is yeah? Why does that sound like a good thing to keep in the commercial? It creates muscle confusion. Uh, all right, here's one from uh, 
Joanne Pfeiffer, who gives it one star and says, Hurt my knees! Exclamation <laughs> point. Sure. And uh, her review, she goes in depth here and says, I thought I could tone my legs without having to bend my knees, but the vibration caused too much pain. So, so Joanne here is trying to get a full body workout without bending her knees. Did she? Yeah. Did she watch this commercial and think, "Oh, that won't hurt my knees"? This thing that shakes you violently. The idea that they're just looking for a workout where they don't have to do any exercise at all is what they're yeah. looking for. Yeah. Like, even the idea of bending my knees is too much for this workout. I get it. Like, uh, I want to invent something that I could sell to these people, you know, something that just tosses you around. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> makes you makes you feel like you've exercised. Yeah, without doing anything. Whatever. This All thing you do is. is you you lay in bed and the bed like uh, tips back and forth different directions oh, and rolls you like- around. It maybe it maybe it's like one of those beds, you know, those um, beds that it goes in exact sit up positions. Oh yeah, yeah, like a yeah, like a. a I guess they call them not sleep bed. number beds, but it's the yeah. scrunch bed elite. <laughs> you spread elite after it, and yeah, it just pulls your knees into your chest over and over and over. <laughs> Sparkle says, gives it one star and says. Here's the title. The shaking caused by this product makes my skin itch. (laughs) (laughs) And here's the review. Makes my skin itch when my body is shaking. I thought I could deal with it, but it still irritates me. Now I miss my return date by four days and I'm stuck with it. Money wasted. They think (laughs) it shakes too much. Makes their skin itch. I wonder if it's just, you know... Their skin is itching because they've never sweat before, and this is the first time they're sweating. <laughs> I think you're when right. They ordered the the power yeah. fit. Yeah, and you know what? And it's crazy they went right with the from zero exercise uh, all the way to the elite level of exercise. <laughs> yeah, power. Here's fit, one from uh, Franz. Franz Vorenkamp says gives it gives the power fit elite one star and says can't stop coming. <laughs> product is nearly impossible to use the vibration goes right up your legs and there's just no way that you can stop coming even from a short workout <laughs> i get it well that's a good that's that's a one star or five star it's one star but i was like oh this guy left a funny review right yeah so he goes yeah. around leaving funny reviews everywhere right sure so it's gonna look and see what else he had reviewed and if they were all funny reviews and all about coming. Yeah, so here's a review that he did, Franz Vorenkamp, for y- Utanzi Mini Tripod Stand for Selfie Stick Monopod Stabilizer on cell phone. Yeah, so it's a yeah. tripod, right? Great to get shots of me coming. Yeah, perfect setup. And then his, here's his review. Solid construction, fits snugly to my mount without any light leaks, suggests a tiny dot of oil because the aluminum is freshly machined and a little sharp. High-grade metal, doesn't chunk out, satisfying click with operation. Grab it and go. Talking about my dick. <laughs> no, he doesn't say the talking about my dick. It's a very straightforward review. Yeah, it sounds it. like he 
he has uh, two gears, like one sober reviewing yeah. and then the other or, one jokester. Or the review about him not being able to stop coming on the Power Fit Elite is not a joke. It's very serious, yeah. yeah. On the Power Fit Elite. I can't get off this thing. Uh, My balls are completely drained. <laughs> Okay, well, that's all I've got for uh, for the PowerFit Elite, the exercise equipment that you don't have to exercise on. How many times do you think, on average, people use the PowerFit Elite? It's got to be just one, right? One time. And yeah. Do they it back or put it under your bed? Yeah, do they show it going under a bed? That's my favorite yeah, thing. It's always all the <laughs> exercise equipment infomercials. Yeah. And it stores underneath your bed where yeah, you'll always... never see it again. <laughs> you'll never even have to look at it to feel guilty. <laughs> well, we've put it all off right. long enough, Doug. The break. The break. Hear that break train come in. Welcome back from The Break. You're listening to The Break Podcast with Scott and Jeff. Brought to you by Fratting Cages. It's like a batting cage, but it's uh, frat guys in there. Instead of hitting baseballs, they're hitting other guys right uh, bare asses with paddles. Oh, I see. It's where frat guys can go to practice their... Their butt slaps. Yeah, when they're gonna with their slap yeah paddles pledges. You know, I remember uh, one guy describing to me in college what it was like when he got when that happened to him in uh-huh. his fraternity. That really happened to him, huh? The fr- the frat paddles. Yeah, yeah, and he, he described it like it was the coolest thing <laughs> ever. <laughs> When it happened to him, and he's like, "Yeah, man," and I, I, I couldn't sit down for like eight days. It was brutal. <laughs> oh man! And don't it, you wonder how the frat guys got so good at it that they could make it so he couldn't sit for eight days? Oh, the fratting cages. Yeah, fratting cages. So do does does the this machine just fire <laughs> fire butts? Yeah, at you buttholes. <laughs> <laughs> nice rape, uh, sort of like a young male buttholes at you. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta get to one of these fratting cages. Yeah. yeah. Do you have any and, uh, any uh, news for us, Doug? Well, in Toss our massage. podcast, is, our podcast is taking off. You know, uh-huh. it's a it's a huge hit, just as we expected. Uh huh. They, I think um, I read that there. I think I read. I was on the uh, analytics page, and I think I read that there were over two hundred million unique views this past. That's week. right. That's right. 
Well, so yeah, we have been doing a weekly show for the past 208 weeks. Uh-huh. And they suggested that we move to a daily show format uh, where we so would want, do... Oh, daily. Okay. One of these every day. But I said, you know, well, why, why do that? Let's skip that step because uh-huh. that's immediately going to turn to us just doing a podcast every hour. Sure, sure. So starting um, January 1st, <laughs> we will be doing a podcast every hour for the entire year. <laughs> that's intense, and, man. Yeah, and some of them are going to be over an hour, which I don't know how that's going to work. <laughs> we should almost leave some gaps for the people so that they can talk to their families. Oh, that's a good idea. And now here's a here's a little break where you can uh catch up. You know, talk to, yeah, catch up with your family a little. 30 second break. <laughs> but we should only do that once a day. Uh-huh. Yeah, I yeah. think you're right. That's What's the news that? train leaving. <laughs> okay, news is over. Right. Let's get on with the show. Okay, it's time for what else you got. Doug. Yeah. What else you got? Okay, well I have some uh these are some reviews for the Carrot Top show at the Luxor, Ooh. Ooh, which I've be, been to. Okay. Uh, Rakesh, <clears throat> Rakesh K gave it one star and says, no idea how people like this show. It was embarrassingly terrible. I made some friends come with me and I lost all of my credibility based <laughs> on this recommendation. <laughs> I had the perfect buzz going for this show, but nothing could salvage it. It was painfully terrible. After 40 minutes into the show, we left. Yeah. I just yeah. love the, he lost credibility <laughs> with his friends. His friends. <laughs> really hit hard. <laughs> uh, and then Gina Kay gives Carrot Top's show one star and says, this guy owes me 70 bucks and an hour of my life back. Enjoyed the prop comedy. But when he started doing stand-up, I couldn't take it and left. <laughs> I went and played slots, waiting for the rest of the party. Hit a G on Wheel of Fortune, Whoa. which proves there's always a rainbow after a shitty storm. Okay. So she wants her 70 bucks back, even though she won a grand on Wheel of Fortune. Come on, yeah, Gina. Yeah, share some of that with Carrot Top. Yeah, he could retire. Spread the wealth, lady. The only reason you were out there was because of Carrot Top. And uh, I'll just read the first three uh, paragraphs of this Jonathan O's Carrot Top review. He gives it one star. This is from 2010 and says, Sorry, guys. No way is this show worth more than five bucks. Let me start by saying I always kind of liked the old Carrot Top. (laughs) Even if... Even if he's kind of stupid. I'm not pretentious about comedy, as I am totally down with the dumbest, stupidest thing you throw at me sometimes. Hell, I've seen Gallagher like three times, for Christ's mm-hmm. sakes. One of the worst comedy shows I've ever seen, bar yeah, none. the watermelon guy, right, Doug? Yes, he's the smashy wa- yeah. watermelon fella. Okay. But Carrot Top is one of the worst comedy shows I've ever seen, bar none. And I accidentally saw Dane Cook once. <laughs> And then, oh, later in the review, after about four more paragraphs, he says, I've seen Gallagher a couple of times, and I will take him over this Carrot Top show any day of the week. So he's really selling this Gallagher show. 
which uh, is terrible. That's just Carrot Top. Kip, what else you got? You know what's interesting, Doug, is I'm also going to give, uh, you inspired me to do some reviews from a separate show at the Luxor in Las Vegas. Oh, Chris Angel? Nope, not even Chris Angel. There's this one show there. It's called uh, Fantasy. It's called a topless review. Do you know what that is? I know what they are, but I wouldn't really know how to explain it. It's like yeah, a thro- it's, it's like a throwback to like the fifties, sort of. Or yeah, it's really confusing because you see all the posters and stuff when you're riding along on the, you know, the moving walkway or whatever, and yeah. it's kind of like a bunch of like good-looking ladies with like not very much clothes on, and like a, a fancy headdresses. Yeah, yeah, but. You're like, but what is it? It's like the Rockettes, but topless. Is it? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what it is either. And a lot of the people that go to this thing don't know either. Like, they're, they, some people that go to it, they're just like, oh, this is going to be like going to a strip club. And then they see like a kind of singing and dancing with like pasties on your nipples or something. This is a review from uh, Ron. Ron L. And uh, this is kind of a long one, but it's kind of tells you what the show's like Mm -hmm. he says uh terrible and unprofessional me and my friend have been to a few shows in vegas and thought we'd go to this show as it was in a deal at our hotel ticket office and it was our final night in vegas we were seated in the front row and were expecting to be picked out from the audience if it was an interactive show which it was Mm -hmm. the comedian picked me and got me on stage and started to make fun of me in a joking manner which i didn't (laughs) mind (laughs) However, it was constantly throughout the show. After a while, it got to be too much. This guy was just getting ripped on for the whole show. This weird topless show. This guy, Ron's got nicer uh, tits than any of the uh, women in the show, wouldn't you say? (laughs) He says, after a while, it got a a bit too much, mainly because he was becoming personal and didn't seem to understand when to stop. Not many people were even laughing. In fact, they laughed more when I retaliated and made fun of him back. The lady sitting next to me made a remark to me about how the comedian wasn't funny, as well as how he seemed to have some personal problem with me. I got pulled on stage for the fourth time. (laughs) Why why did he keep going? (laughs) I don't know. And was taken backstage and was spoken to rudely by all of the backstage dancers. (laughs) (laughs) Put a picture of this guy's night. Anyways, I went back to my seat afterward and ignored the abuse, laughed it off, and tried to enjoy my time with my friend, which then led to the comedian making remarks about my appearance. (laughs) Oh, he hadn't yet? The comedian hadn't made fun of his appearance yet? I guess not. Until this point? (laughs) Awkwardly, I checked the time on my phone. As at this point, I wanted to enjoy the rest of the evening rather than be insulted. Which led to the, you know, the comedian probably didn't like that, right? Him looking at his phone. (laughs) Yeah. Which led to the comedian saying that I was filming. Before (laughs) I knew it, I had a security officer take me out of the show, asked to see my phone, realized I hadn't taken any video, but proceeded to still escort me out of the show. I wasn't allowed to be anywhere near the door afterward or inform my friend. When my friend, <laughs> this guy got the whole experience. Yeah. When Everyone my friend treated him like shit. When my friend eventually came out, he was as confused as I was, and we decided to just go back to our hotel as the show had ruined the vibe of our evening. <laughs> 
I'm 24. I've been to shows similar, <laughs> and I've seen many comedy acts. I was too. not picturing a 24 <laughs> no, year old. No, me neither. I was picturing like a, a 48 year old. Yeah. <laughs> he okay. says, I've seen, I've been to shows similar, and I've seen many comedy acts too, such as Frankie Boyle who's known for his brutality comedy. I <laughs> don't know what that is. But this act wasn't funny. It was rude, unprofessional, and if you can't tell already, terrible. Yeah. I uh it sounds it sounds all right to me and I really wish I could, you know, be there for when this guy got tormented for <laughs> Now, I the, yeah, I'd like right. to see that show. You're right. The rest of the audience probably was like, it was awesome. They kept ripping on this asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, or, the, or they're like, man, they're really laying one. into this guy. I don't know. He must be in on it. <laughs> no one would put up with this level of abuse. Here's one from Dr. Getulio. Getulio. Right about the fantasy show. Uh, you can take your grandparents there. To the topless? I guess so. Oh, yeah, grandparents, not grandchildren. <laughs> your grand, But still, who would take their grandparents to a sexy topless show? Here's the body of that review. Okay. Uh, Dr. Getulio says, uh, The best part of the show was the stand-up show that happened. The girls are pretty, but not that much. We stay Aww. far away from the girls, and there is almost no interaction. I do not recommend. <laughs> so he took his grandparents. Which apparently is fine. Good. Yeah, but wanted, wanted to be able to touch the ladies in front of his grandparents. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I was a little bummed out I couldn't show off for uh, my grandpa by groping these ladies. <laughs> But my grandpa uh, wasn't aroused. <laughs> One star. I checked often, and my grandpa, not once. Here's a review from, a one-star review from The Mom PA. Okay. The Mom PA mom? went to this sexy show at the Luxor and says, As a part of our 30th wedding anniversary celebration. Oh, that's the one where you're supposed to give your spouse tits. <laughs> yep, yep. The I 30th. surprised, she says, I surprised my husband with tickets to fantasy. So these people are about 70 or something. <laughs> the grandparents. So first off, she says, first off, there should be some kind of warning about the time you will be standing in line, as well as how difficult of a walk it is to get to the theater itself. My husband is partially disabled, and I know he had a really hard time with it. We mentioned this, but we were told it was the only way in. We ordered two large drinks, 60 bucks, before the show, so we wouldn't have to walk all the way back for a refill. We should have known there was going to be a problem when the female usher was shining her flashlight at people during the first song or two. The leading lady, Lorena, question mark, was talking mm -hmm. to the audience and asking questions, encouraging feedback. She even said she expected whooping and hollering before they were through. She said, give me a yee-haw! But apparently, Usher Lady had a major problem with the audience participation. She told my husband to calm down and said, we weren't supposed to answer back. Really? Trust me. He wasn't being overly loud or rude or anything like that, just playing along and trying to enjoy the show. My husband 
was quite taken aback and said, Excuse me? Did you just tell me to calm down? That was all he said. Her answer was, I'll fix you! Wow. Next thing we know, a 20-something-year-old security guy in a suit, along with a security guy in a uniform, is asking my husband to step outside. Whoa. It's another person getting ejected from this show. <laughs> yeah. The guy in the suit says, I understand that you're giving my employee a hard time. We can't have that. Uh, excuse me? How about your employee treating paying customers with respect? I have never in my life been treated like that. It was disgusting. The little bit of the show that we did see until that point was pretty boring, and we weren't missing anything and not seeing the rest of the show. Even the writing of the review admits that you were at this weird, sleazy, shitty show. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right, I wouldn't write yeah. a review for that. Here's John H. from Azusa, California says, This show had to be the worst show I've ever seen in Vegas, and I've seen some bad ones. The worst part is that the show started like an hour late because Carrot Head went overtime. <laughs> so Carrot Head. You're exact. Somebody from one of your reviews at the Carrot Head show. Uh, that's hilarious. Carrot Head. <laughs> Alex P. from Marina Del Rey says, uh, gives it one star and says, we have seen many sexy and adult-oriented shows in Vegas. Yeah. Um, this show starts with girls dancing and everything looking awesome. They're dancing, etc. And then, bam! A comedian, Sean E. Cooper, comes on stage and totally kills the mood. <laughs> Seriously, he went on for one hour doing his thing, and off-color jokes about slapping chocolate, etc. What? <laughs> I don't know. That's not what his jokes are about. In any case, it's supposed to be a sexy fantasy show, not a Sean E. Cooper show. Then he came back again and totally killed the erotic mood. I was about to come. <laughs> and then Sean E. Cooper gets on stage. <laughs> And down goes my boner. All right, Doug, what else you got? Here's a review for a breakfast place called The Egg and I mm -hmm. in Las Vegas. Oh, more Vegas. Yeah, and this is from Chelsea. Chelsea writes, ordered from here for delivery. The food was really okay. Yeah, the food was really good, but they forgot the hollandaise sauce for the two orders of Benedict. Mm -hmm. It was super disappointing considering we ordered that for the sauce. We called to let the manager know, and the employee transferred us to the delivery lady who lied sure. to us uh -oh. and said we didn't order from there, so we must be complaining about the wrong restaurant. We checked with DoorDash, and yup, it was this location and confirmed address. Super weird experience to be lied to by a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> so she just said I that you that. didn't go there i love that they were yeah gaslit by this <laughs> restaurant nope that wasn't us wow. we would never do anything like that so not sure what you're talking about and we'll see you later but also it's a it's a bad move right off the bat to to order uh, to get eggs delivered you know <laughs> right. what i mean yeah oh this is just a this is a just a quick one from hatham g hatham Hatham yep. G, for the same place, the egg and I writes, 
Food was so salty, and the waiter looked like she had a rough month. <laughs> uh, come on, man. Leave her out of this thing. Yeah, but uh, I could picture it. I've, I've been, yeah. uh, I've had the rough month, and I've had the waiter who's had the rough month. Do you think you looked like you'd had a rough month, though? Me? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. We should move on to our final segment. Okay, it's time for the final segment. Yeah, Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the final segment. Anything else? You're like a Paul Schaefer. <laughs> yep, that's exactly right. All right, Kip, uh, do you have anything else? Nope. What about you, Doug? You got anything else? No, I'm um, I'm all I'm spent. Outer so, reviews. The end. And remember, folks, uh, email us tosswasage at gmail.com. Tosswasage at gmail. Um, any good and, emails lately? I saw that you got uh, a, a text message. Oh yes, uh, yeah, we recently got a text message, and it says, "Hi, Parkins, it's Ron." <laughs> From Online U.S. Pharmacy, the best deal is available on all kind of meds. Please text me back for quotes. Oh, sounds like a true fan. Yeah, that was to me, uh, Doug Parkins. <laughs> anyway, so remember, folks, if you don't like this podcast, try a different one. There's lots of them out there. And remember to rate us one star wherever you can, whether you like the show or hate it. You gotta rate yeah. it one star. Most places won't let you do zero. Go ahead and rate us. Yeah, go rate us one star. We got several one-star reviews up on Apple. Um, I haven't checked Spotify. I found us on Amazon, uh, on Amazon Music. You know, because some people like to listen to our show as if it's music. Yeah. Or they like um, use it. Oh, that's true. Know, yeah, when yeah, they're, yeah. you know, for like um, knocking boots. <laughs> it's a ba- baby-making podcast, they call it. Every single child that's born was born nine months after listening to this. Their parents listen to this podcast. <laughs> uh, anything uh, else to add, Doug, before we uh, say good, good evening? And remember to thank yourself for listening to our podcast. In Jesus' name. Yeah. <laughs> In Jesus name. And uh, of course, we want to thank Jesus for giving us the strength to do this stupid podcast. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you pray about the podcast quite a bit? Yeah, you know, I ask for uh, the podcast. Well, I pray to a podcast Jesus, mm-hmm. separate from regular Jesus. Podcast Jesus. Yeah. Uh, oh, sweet podcast Jesus, please. And give us the number one primetime podcast slot. Uh, people should listen to our podcast during prime time. Yes. That's yeah. how we get the most ad revenue, is if you're listening during prime time. As most people do, most of them gather around a giant radio cupboard yeah. uh, and listen to the show with the family after dinner right. at prime time. Yeah, like it's, like it's the 1930s. Yeah, Little Orphan Annie. Uh, anything uh, else to add, Doug? Good night. And goodbye. <laughs> That's it. Episode 208. Another one bites the dust. <laughs>